Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's podcast is presented by Maytot Dumbwaiters and Material Lifts. Since 1888, Maytot has combined custom craftsmanship with the latest innovative technology to create cost-effective material lift solutions for simple and complex situations. Built in-house, Maytot dumbwaiters are engineered to last the lifetime of the building and can be customized for specific applications. Visit Maytot.com to learn more. This is your daily industry news update for Monday, May 10th, 2021. In today's news, United Cabs of Long Island, New York, restructures under a new entity, United Vertical Group, which will be led by industry veteran Laureen Rios. A glassy, boxy skyscraper has been designed by Palma for downtown Miami. The industry mourns the loss of the founder of DoorGuard, and a fatal elevator incident in Indiana is under investigation. A new entity, United Vertical Group, has been formed to represent United Cab's elevator cab products and United Metals hoistway entrance products, United Cab's announced this month. At the same time, the Long Island, New York-based company announced Laureen Rios as president of United Vertical Group. The restructuring comes in tandem with United Cab's recent move into a 35,000-square-foot space, which is being outfitted with more than $1 million in new machinery. The company stated the restructuring and physical expansion promise to enhance customer service and facilitate growth in a competitive environment. Rios has more than 17 years' experience in the elevator industry and has handled virtually every situation with vendors, colleagues, and clients. She is highly regarded among elevator contractors and consultants, according to United Cabs, which was founded by CEO Victor Rosario. Bly's Plank Incorporated has tapped Joe Palma of renowned architectural firm Palma, the designer behind Dubai's twisting Cayenne Tower, to design a 36-story mixed-use glass skyscraper called The Basil at 205 Southwest 3rd Street in downtown Miami. Florida Yimby reported on May 7th. The property is located within what is deemed an opportunity zone that is planned to serve multiple purposes, potentially yielding 200,000 square feet of space. A modern art gallery and artist studios are set to occupy the tower's base and podium levels. Above the base will be a 65,000-square-foot boutique hotel and 110,000 square feet of residential space. Plans for office space could also be in the works. According to the developer, the project could cost up to $100 million. Brianne Hartley, who founded elevator supplier DoorGuard Incorporated in Pittsburgh in 2005, passed away peacefully in April at age 73. Hartley lived in Sun City Center, Florida. Survivors include his wife, Lynn, children, Aaron, Jason, and Tracy, and seven grandchildren. Lynn Hartley continues to lead DoorGuard. The company said on LinkedIn that Hartley, a Vietnam veteran, founded DoorGuard at an age when most people are considering retirement. 
The company said, quote, he applied his unwavering focus to create the first product of its kind in elevator protection, and he thoroughly enjoyed running a successful business and creating a thriving company, end quote. Donations in Hartley's name may be made to Military Veteran Support Organization Heroes Supporting Heroes by following the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com slash news. Indiana State investigators with the Department of Homeland Security and the Indiana Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or IOSHA, are looking into how and why a 67-year-old man died in an elevator accident on April 29th at a Catholic school in Connorsville, Indiana, according to a report from 13 WTHR on May 3rd. Investigators say the man worked as a contractor for an accessibility lift company in Indiana. He was performing routine maintenance, as he had for years, when he got trapped under the elevator on the first floor. Emergency crews had to use hydraulic jaws of life to get the worker out from under the elevator. He was unresponsive and later died at the hospital. State inspectors say they found nothing mechanically wrong with the elevator after the incident, and IOSHA is doing a safety compliance inspection to see if the worker and his company were following all safety protocols. The coroner is awaiting toxicology results before determining an official cause of death. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.